This NFL Picks Week 8 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. About $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Are we still dancing by ourselves? Or what's is that? Is that did I get it right, Sean? Okay. Dancing on our own, Ryan. But oh. don't worry, I'm laser focused. Is that a metaphor the for National Football League? Is this like something Jack Chambers does? Dance on his own? <laughs> Might be doing a little uh, what is it, the <laughs> four knuckle shuffle, dancing on his own. <laughs> Where's the fifth knuckle go, Sean? <laughs> ah, you know, figure it out there. Dick Olson knows. Yeah. All right, we're here talking NFL picks, week eight, and uh, of course, uh, shout out to the live YouTube audience, YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Hit subscribe, comment on any video. Mm. Every video you comment on is another entry to win an autographed Lawrence Taylor or. Uh, Brian Dawkins jersey, your choice, and then turn the notifications on YouTube one so you know when we're live, but two so when we try and contact you saying, "Hey, you've won the jersey," you don't miss out. I love that. It's important, don't you want your prize? Yeah. Nothing worse than we get an email six months later. You guys <laughs> never sent me my thing. We tried, we tried contacting you. Trust me, you'd be surprised how many times people win things and then never follow up. Don't respond to the email. Don't give us any contact information. Don't send us a size. I may have a couple draft day posters that are already signed, <laughs> just not being claimed right now. So they're waiting. The ultimate draft day experience. Maybe I just send one to Dable. Yeah. Do you, little can, locker can we room? quick have a, a draft day like discussion? Sure. We, we were talking about it with uh Czar, Bill's Mafia, and uh an editor over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com about the idea that Russ, mm. much like I forget the character's name, Bo something or other, we're wondering if people went to Russ Wilson's birthday party. Because now, if we draw if we draw it all the way back, what happened? Well, he was forced out of NC State for Mike Glennon. I brought this up many times, and I thought it was silly. But what if Russ was just a weirdo, and he wanted him to fuck out of there? He goes to Wisconsin. He's a great year, but it's only one year. Not enough time to get weird. Then he gets drafted in the third round. Why does he fall to the third round? Because he's weird. Because he's weird. Maybe Not no one was at his birthday party. Yeah. And then Pete Carroll threw him up on his shoulders for all those years <laughs> while he was not only was he coaching the Seattle Seahawks and and bringing them to Super Bowl championships, propping Russ up, but he was also finding out what happened with building number seven. All of this. Meanwhile, Russ leaves, gets a big contract, and couldn't suck harder. 
<laughs> Did you see hmm. Pete Carroll was Pete Carroll was diving pretty deep into some uh, conspiracy theories. He goes, uh, well, one, we got to be careful about adding all these new stadiums with turf. He he's like, you got to play this game on real grass. He goes, we got to do right by the players. And then he, he adds in an extra level, but you know why they're making uh, all these stadiums turf. I mean, I'll let you guys figure out who's getting paid on that end. So he has a conspiracy theory that there's some sort of someone's getting paid off to make all these stadiums artificial turf. I, I heard someone bring it up because we're having, you know, once again, we're having all these like critical injuries to big time stars in the league. Yeah. And it, it wants a like we have data on that shows that turf creates more injuries. One hundred percent. Veteran stadium now, killed. Well, well, hold on though, because the argument for turf is actually a fair one if you get to the lower levels. A lumpy field at a park might be more dangerous than a predictably flat turf field. Okay, that's fair. But these are multi-billion-dollar <laughs> organizations. How are they not spending the money? This is this feels a little bit like CTE twenty-five years ago. Just grow the real grass. I mean, Arizona. It grows doesn't cost that much. They do it in the fucking desert. <laughs> Arizona grows the real grass outside and then rolls it in. It's badass. It creates jobs too. People <laughs> that are into horticulture Weed, and botanists and I don't know All grass right. engineers. Turf engineers. Turf engineers. Hey, we're not here to talk grass. We're here to talk green, AKA how to make some green. You can start off with some free green courtesy of our good buddies over at WinBet. That's right. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Sign up using that link. I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, you gotta do some rollover bonus. It's a pain in the ass. No, I. I, when I was in the state of Arizona, I signed up for WinBet. I'm like, awesome. They didn't realize that. Am I not eligible? Who knows? I got that hundred dollar free bet. I immediately put it on the Steelers money line against the Bills. That was a complete disaster. But it was very easy to bet hundred dollars, get that hundred dollar free bet, and newsflash, guys. Each WinBet state you go to, you can sign up for that free hundred dollar bet. I, again, I don't know if they want me to tell you that, but you can do that. You can just go from WinBet state to WinBet state. Like you're following the goddamn uh, Grateful Dead, signing up for these free promos. Let's go. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash win bets. That's a great bit. Like it's a jam band, but it's just dudes <laughs> looking to get bonuses. <laughs> following the promo codes. <laughs> Offer subject to change terms and conditions of WinBet. That comes to 21 or older and present the same with WinBet as well. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Ryan. Super team assemble. Oh, we have to. We, we have to. Do uh, we? Well, you don't want to talk about. You don't want to wait till we get to the Eagles. Okay, we, can, we, you can, know, we can talk about it. They're six and zero. I'll let you. Talk. All right. Uh, Eagles acquire Robert Quinn. Great. Another great trade by the great Howie Roseman. There is a. Uh, there's a video circulating. It's a uh, like a Howie Roseman. The many men. Yes, it's pretty fun, Ryan. Uh, even no, I'm, I'm good with it. it it's fifty I, cents. Many men wish death upon me, and it's it's a highlight reel of Howie Roseman, like you know him with the binoculars, him like fist bumping guys. That that time where he tried to fist bump a guy for the draft, and he left him hanging. I like that Howie's a bad. I'll say this: uh, unlike you, see, I would be I would be willing to say this dancing on my own bullshit is is not something I'm getting behind. But Howie Roseman. I'll, I'll I'll pay that man respect. He keeps fleecing these fucking GMs. <laughs> At some point, don't you just not answer the phone when he calls? Well, here's the thing. What did the Bears do here, short of cutting Robert Quinn? Yeah. 
You're telling me this was the they best got, offer. They got a free fourth round pick. Um, but no, they, they, still didn't. Had, they still had to pay they paid Robert Quinn. seven million for it. The, the Eagles get Robert Quinn for the vet so minimum. Why, what, and there's no if they cut him at the end of the year, there's no dead cap hit. So you trade him in the conference for not like you pay for the for the you pay to get him off your team. So either he's a cancer. Or the, I mean, what are the Bears doing? Isn't this, uh, isn't, isn't Pole supposed to be some sort of fucking young genius? Is this a oh, daddy, play? daddy, uh, Howie, can you do a trade with me? Do me next. Do me next. Why would you? Call, I don't like. I, I'm not even mad about it. I, I, I'm not worried about it. Andrew Thomas owns Robert Quinn. So that aside. He's gonna now get his ass beat three times this year because he already got <laughs> shut down once on the Bears. Well, I don't even know how much. He's but what? But what? What? I don't understand. Like, if you want to talk about conspiracy theories, I don't understand this deal. I don't understand this deal for the Bears. But what are you, you doing? You get a fourth round pick. I mean, that's all they got. Yeah, I, I don't get it. You get fourth round picks for getting a fucking offensive coordinator hired or a quarterbacks coach yeah. hired. Like, what are you doing? Comp picks. What's are, your plan? Comp picks are better than fourth round picks for the most part. Because they're third round in a lot of cases for those. Yeah, coaches. usually it's the end of the third yeah. round, pre fourth so round. If you're like, what is the what? I understand you're happy about this, but what yeah. what do the Bears get? I think it's just you create more opportunity for the young guys. Uh, that's you the only can, thing that makes sense. The Giants don't have a problem putting Kadarius Tony <laughs> on the bench or Kenny Galladay on the bench. I, I don't understand well, what I they're think, doing. They I, don't have control. I, if you're a Bears fan, go fuck yourself <laughs> for coming at me with this record bullshit. They suck. They're selling their franchise. <laughs> fuck off. You know how many p times I get tagged and shit because I predicted them to go three and fourteen. You're acting like a three and fourteen team. <laughs> how many wins do they have? I stomped all over your. I did just pick up Justin Fields in fantasy. I don't don't tell anyone. Ryan, uh, again, you don't need to tell me. I look at my underdog best ball. Mm. Every so every <laughs> single draft has Justin Fields in there. I just want to know like two things. Like if you're running a team and you call Howie Roseman and he agrees to the deal right away. How do you not know you're an idiot? This is the this is the statement of like if you don't know that you're the fucking you're you're the you're the guy that everyone's gonna take the money from. Why am I blanking on what that's called? If you're you don't realize you're the fish in the room, you are like you're the fish. It, 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 this is insane. The, the I YouTube. fucked it up twice, but it, it's insane to think that this we we touted this GM as a smart man. Yes. No, it's I I don't really understand from the Bearsmith. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess they're just looking to play the young guys and they fourth would, round pick. What do you, what, what do those turn into usually? Not much. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving the trade. The, the chat is alive and well, Ryan uh, research spherical earth saying how we about to be on America's most wanted Rob the bears blind research flat earth saying he's definitely here for talking about conspiracy theories. I'll show uh, too bad. It's not a call in show. He was pointing out that, that we really should be looking into building six, not building seven. So we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to circle back on that one. Uh, I just, I just don't understand. Like I've, I understand when you're making a trade and you're you're getting a pick and you're you're offloading some salary, but you're paying for the pick. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, the, you're saving dead cap space. I'm sure in yeah. some capacity. Yep, future future cap space. Is his contract till next year? He has. Well, I don't know how it worked, but the Eagles can cut him beginning, or they can cut him at any time and not owe him anything. And if, not they, have if dead the cap Eagles cut it. him, do the Bears have dead cap? That I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. So on the dead cap conversation, because I do have a random nugget, Matt. Yeah. When the when the uh, when the Colts cut Matt Ryan, he's going to cost them eight million in dead cap next year because they restructured <laughs> him this year. That's fucking funny too. 
bad franchises all over the land. Anyway, congratulations uh, to the Eagles in the trade. Thank you. I I would be a little concerned. Like there is part. Like I know I'm being a hater right now. Yeah, but clearly. Sometimes they they ship the old guys out of town because they're they're a problem with the culture, the new culture. I know he gets sacks. I mean, he had what, well, like yeah, 18, 19 sacks last year. Yeah, but I mean, I think went to North Carolina. Probably a guy who you know no allegiances if, if, takes the bag. If you're if you're coming into a weak locker room, but this Eagles locker room is anything but weak. Like they have they have a strong culture. If, I just don't get why you call Howie Roseman to make a trade. <laughs> you, you're telling me you couldn't have gotten a better offer from someone outside the conference. Yeah, I mean, this is the part I don't get. Did you not shop? You just went to the first store and bought eggs for fifty (laughs) dollars. Well, especially if you're agreeing to pick up his entire salary, you you're telling me. What did you negotiate? What did you get out of the deal? (laughs) A a fourth rounder instead of a sixth rounder? (laughs) Is it even a conditional fourth rounder that can go up? Uh, That I don't know. So someone's asking for the link to the uh, Howie Roseman many men video. Oh, I will. I'll put it in the YouTube actually, chat. We, we, uh, do you have it? Yeah. I mean, can course. we can we play it without? Will that... Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll slack it to you, or it's in the YouTube chat. Yeah, we'll get it right here. Let's see. Let's see if we can get this. Yeah, we'll get a copyright notification from YouTube, but who cares? It's worth it for the for the uh, Howie Roseman uh, hype reel. Now, this is gonna take a second. Well, I'll I'll have it. I'll show it during the Eagles pick. How about All right, that? I like that. That's a nice little uh, radio tease. Let's get to it. Thursday night action. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we thought for a second we might have a close your eyes special here. Baltimore Ravens heading to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. Bucks minus one and a half. Unfortunately, they're no longer the dog. I'm sure you saw it on the interweb, Sean. But twenty percent of the action coming on in on the Bucks, and yet. The line moves from Baltimore minus one and a half to Tampa minus one and a half. Well, they knew we were taping the podcast. (laughs) Minus one twenty-five for the Bucks, plus one hundred five for the Ravens. Forty-six is the total. First things first. That's like a tiny little move. That's nothing. That's that's short of a two and a half to three move. This is purely just keeping us off the Bucks as a close your eyes special. I believe this is also the books understanding they're going to take Tampa money later in the week. Yeah. And this net, the line was never going to get to minus three. So why no. dangle it at minus one and a half for the Ravens when you can flip it around? You're probably protecting yourself from some teasers. Look, I, I think you know I'm a contrarian who likes to continually buy low on dumpster fires, and sometimes it takes me a little longer to get there. But how how do you take this Baltimore? I mean, don't you just the, play the? Ba- I, I gave it out of the show- props, but the double result feels like the way to go. Yeah, we taped the uh, Thursday night props show. So if you want the uh, first touchdown plays and some props, check that episode out with uh, Joe Fan from WinBet. But Ryan, yeah, like I, I'm with you. How how can you take this Ravens team on the road? I get why you want to fade the Bucks right now. They look like dog shit. Uh, I, someone on Twitter ha- goes, we need to come up with a name for a team that's favored by in the bucks case, 13 points yeah. and only scores three points. It's it's like the equivalent of not hitting it past the ladies tee in golf. I couldn't think they of lost. Any- <laughs> they lost to themselves. No, it's, it's crazy. Take your dicks out and walk down the fairway. Th- that being said, th- this team still has so much talent and how can you take the Ravens? Well, especially when the Ravens were a non-conference road favorite on that short Thursday week, uh, especially because I, I think I feel like we've seen this before. The Ravens coming off a divisional spot, it, it's not Tom Brady and the like vaunted Bucks. I I the, I joked about a look-ahead spot last week. I, it's just not there, and and you know, the problem is that the Buck like 
what if this is the end for Tom Brady? He's now lost five in a row against the spread. He's now off to his worst start since 2002. Yeah, there's a bunch of crazy like uh, 2002 worst points per game, worst win loss, like so many different things. Uh, that that was the, yeah, and that was the worst loss, the second worst ATS loss of his career. Yeah, uh, lost as a 17 and a half point favorite to the Dolphins in 2019. But I mean, do, doesn't doesn't that create perceived value? Isn't that what the idea of the closure eye special <laughs> is? And I would argue that at minus one and a half, it's basically a a a, a pick 'em anyway. So you could argue that the logic that lands us on the dog for these spots still holds true for Tampa. Look, I think the biggest thing here is do we believe there's a curse or do we not believe there's a curse? Because if there's a curse, I have a feeling not only will Tom Brady still be cursed, but Lamar will get some sort of like added help from the witches. <laughs> will they I mean, witchcraft is the only reason I can really talk myself into the Ravens because I, I uh, Mark Andrews is still not hundred percent. He's listed as questionable. Obviously, the whole team's obviously questionable. he's gonna play, but yeah, questionable on a short week. Calais Campbell's out too, and he's in the interior of that. Uh, Campbell is huge for and, the Ravens. and really this is why the Bucks team is struggling that interior offensive line. You know, we, we were made aware of all these injuries. I at least was still like optimistic. They would figure it out. Or the fact that Brady is so good with the quick passing game, they're going to be all right. But really they just, they've looked like complete shit. Um, Baltimore and, is top 10 in DVOA in both rushing and passing fifth and passing seventh and rushing, which almost still seems wrong based on watching Lamar make every well, pass, they, but Tampa they, they figure out ways to lose too. Ravens are 31st in defensive EPA since week two, uh, big plays in both the running and the passing attack. Like this is the team you want to get right against Tampa is still a good defense, Sean. They're still fifth overall sixth in pass and 11th in rush. It, the, the, the issue is they're not the same running team. They have been, I do think Baltimore could run it down their throat, but I think we're going to see the, the classic Baltimore. Baltimore wins the first half. Tampa comes back. Tom Brady gets it done because he's not done yet, right? Yeah. He can't possibly be done yet. I mean, you look at the Ravens on the road. They lost to the Giants. Wow, that's a great, great <laughs> Giants team. And then they uh that game against the Patriots, which the Patriots had a I mean, we were on the we were on the Ravens, but they definitely had chances to blow that game. And then they they beat the Jets week one. But like, I, I don't know. This Ravens team, especially as of late. Man, I I don't. It's tough to trust them to cover a spread. I mean, they didn't cover against the Browns, didn't cover against the Bengals. Obviously, they lost outright to the Giants. Pushed against the Bills. They're just. I I, I get why you would want to fade the Bucks, but to me, it's more about fading the Ravens. Like you could you could talk yourself into fading both teams. I'm gonna take the home team on Thursday night. Let's go. I've really not had a handle on these Thursday games. I, I'm gonna play Tampa here. I, I don't love it because I do I still do think Baltimore is the better team. They just have found ways to choke. And fun fact about the NFC South, uh, there's a couple permutations here where uh the Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, and Saints all end up with the same record after this weekend. So <laughs> that, that that could be fun. Oh, look out, Ryan. What is the the Panthers are like twenty to one to win the NFC South. That would be certainly a fun bet to place right now. PJ Walker, baby. Houston Roughnecks. Oh, we're going with Phil. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's head over to uh, across the pond, Sean. The Jacksonville, AKA London Jaguars, are getting a home game. When are we going to move them over there for good? The hot tub <laughs> probably doesn't play as well in the uh, the cold climate. 
All right, Jacksonville laying two and a half at home, minus one forty on the money line. Denver plus one fifteen. Forty is the total. Of course, everyone's familiar with the stories that have circulated. Russell Wilson. He's uh don't shot. mind me, Ryan. Just gonna randomly yeah. <laughs> uh stretch. <sighs> Just it's important to keep the blood flowing when you are at altitude. I understand that. Uh yeah. Uh. The report made it seem like he was being fucking made made it seem like he was annoying at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. If you'd like to see Sean stretch uh, and I'll, I'll leave the teaser is Sean wearing pants. So you'll have to find out for yourself. (laughs) I, I mean, I think at this point we highlighted the case for why Russ is a weirdo, why the Broncos who changed ownership since the deal are already walking back the head coach and Russ as like ownership group is not tied to Russ or Hackett, there's real, real smoke coming out of the plane on the way over there that Hackett might get left on the top. Oh, that would be, and this is the this is the perfect spot. One, Jags are four and four in London, four and four straight up, four and four against the spread, which is a great trend by Jacksonville standards uh, to be four and four. Can I pay them a compliment too? Sure. Watched every snap of their game last week. They were good. And and for, you know if they don't fucking make some stupid at like some boneheaded mistakes, if Xavier McKinney, I love how McKinney gets no credit for stripping Etn. If Etn doesn't <laughs> drop the ball running into the, he got fucking tackled. But they look good. Etn looks well, good. And, and, James Robinson's and, been shipped out of town. And obviously the Broncos have really good defense, Ryan. But how did they lose the game? They gave up big explosive plays to Brees Hall, which you could see Travis Etn having some big explosive plays. This is a plus. Uh, yes. they're gonna they're gonna it's. I mean the the defense of Jacksonville is also not bad. No, they're not bad at all. This is a fun nugget I found. Trevor Lawrence Ryan is one in nineteen in games where the defense allows more than eleven points, which is perfect. Whoa, whoa. This is the prime spot. I mean, I'm well, setting the Broncos team total at ten and a half. They've been averaging sixteen. Yeah, giving up. Si- oh no, sorry, giving up sixteen. That was the other note. They've been giving up. They've been average giving up sixteen points, and they've only won two games. Sean, can you imagine that? Chad Graham saying, I missed it. What did uh, Russ do? There was just a news story about how he did like four hours of stretching and high knees and, and all this like routine on the, uh, on the plane over there. He's not a hundred percent. He's just not basically picture that shit. You see him do on the field pregame where he's like visualizing. I I imagine him doing that Dak uh, Prescott, like uh, the Samba dance up and down the aisles. Imagine practicing football that much and still sucking at it. It is just tough time for uh All right, for so the Broncos and the the Broncos offense is completely cooked. One last note, Ryan. I do think uh, you know, we've talked about it with Thursday night football where rookie head coaches struggle on Thursday night football, right? It's like it's a different way to prepare yeah. that whole thing. Schedule stuff. Yeah, and it, uh, you know, going over to London for Nathaniel Hackett, who's clearly lost the team, has no like real approach. One one week he's benching Melvin Gordon, the other he's giving him like eighty percent of the carries. He really he, no doesn't control. know. They they don't have a plan. It's one thing like you got to find that balance of having a plan. Okay, shit happens. We're gonna adjust the plan to just like scatter shot, trying to do a little bit of everything, and that's where the Broncos are right now. I don't think the team has any confidence in Nathaniel Hackett or in Russell Wilson. And uh, Doug Peterson has taken the team over to uh, has has prepared a team to go over to London, get the win, He's ironically against He's, the Jaguars. He's done it before. Yeah, I think there's some value in that. I think the Jags, as a franchise, even like kind of layering on top of that, they know I, how to do this. They go every year, yeah. so certainly they know what they're doing. And frankly, I don't. 
I, I want to say all the teams that have left early have lost and not covered. Mm. I could be wrong there. Packers left before the Giants, Saints left before the Vikings, and now we know the Broncos left like Monday night. <laughs> Imagine hanging out with Russ in London for. Oh my God! I hey, really, I really come hope. on, dog. Let's see Buckingham Palace, dog. I really hope. That story that that guy sent in about Russell Acun, uh, the the when uh, the Russell Wilson commercial came on and he just stood up in the random bar and yelled, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, that was great. I mean, that's all you need to know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I just really hope. Shout out to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. I hope Billy interacts with with Russ yes. while he's over there because I'd love to hear a story. Billy is gonna try, I think, to get a photo, <laughs> get an autograph with the Wolverine himself. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's completely <laughs> cursed uh, Aaron Rodgers since he met him over in London. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. Maybe, All the people he's gotten, maybe uh, Billy's the witch photos with recently have been completely cursed. So uh, do you practice witchcraft, Billy? It's a shame. The Cowboys aren't going over there this year coming over, coming off Monday night football, the Chicago bears were, were off to normal kick time, Sean, which will be noon for us. Cause we'll be in. Yeah. Houston. Shout out to uh, all the people that want to kill me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> aka the Houston Astros fans. Who I I posted what I thought was a pretty benign video of I you know in the SGPN offices we have a recycling and a garbage bin. Mm -hmm. The garbage bin you know is the garbage bin because we have a Cowboys uh, pennant <laughs> taped to the top of it. Me being a comedic <laughs> genius said, all right, oh, hey, it's the world series. I'll update it. I'll cut out a Houston Astros <laughs> logo, paste it on top of the Dallas Cowboys one, give it the finger and put it up on the internet. And wow, it was uh Houston's Astros Twitter, which I didn't even realize was a thing. They came after me pretty hard. I'm all in on the, on the world wow. series um, and shout out to the people who want to beat me up. I'll be at the uh, courtyard Marriott uh, in Houston. I'll also be at the A and M game. Feel free to come say hi and try and oh, kick my ass. I mean, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I mean, come on, Sean, you, you don't have a great record of of uh, taking on large groups of people. Oh, right. I I'm not, I'm not <laughs> nervous about these Astros fans. The funniest thing is like, clearly they were super upset and I, I really struck a nerve. All of them said how they weren't mad. I go, Oh, you're big mad right now. No, I'm not mad. That's just stupid. It's an old joke. Well, we haven't played you in the playoffs since this. Wait, happened. So are they getting mad? Be not because you put their logo on a garbage can, oh, no, no. but because the garbage can indicates the cheating that never happened. No, no, there. No one even denies the oh. cheating happened. Their angle is either a everyone cheats, okay. or b that happened five years ago. Get over it, or that joke's not even funny. You're a hack. And now I, I, sorry, I'm not as nuanced with baseball Twitter. Should I have done a Jose Altuve wearing a buzzer thing? The 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 trash cans a layup. You want to talk about conspiracy theories? Ever since the FBI investigated the Cardinals for hacking the Astros, yeah, Astros have had some good luck. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, All right. Who cares? Noon kick. Uh, where we'll be. This is a ten a.m. ten a.m. kick in beautiful Las Vegas. The Chicago Bears coming off Monday Night Football, huge win. Huge. Uh, my bad. I'm wrong. The Bears are a great franchise. Totally wrong about the Bears. <laughs> they look great. Now uh, that's sarcasm. By the way, we'll, we'll get to when we talk New England, but B Belichick showing his age maybe for the first time ever, looking like an old senile man talking in circles. Dallas is taking on the Bears. They're laying nine and a half, minus four seventy on the money line, three forty five for the Bears. Forty two and a half is the total. So you could argue with me that the the reason you don't take the Bears is because the same thing can happen last week. 
or as did happen last week where the, the, the Cowboys struggled to score a lot of points. The, the lions were in the game and then bam defensive touchdown. Cowboys were up. They were only up 10, six going into the fourth quarter against Detroit. I think what's different about this game, Ryan is the running quarterback option with Justin Fields. And they do a ton of the read option stuff. They do a ton of the misdirection stuff. When you have a dominant edge rusher, like uh, you know, like Micah Parsons, that's a decent way to neutralize him. Uh, maybe they get cute and set Justin Fields as a drop back passer, but I think they've come to terms with like, hey, this isn't how he succeeds. We're going to, I, I think, I mean, the smart s- people in the building figured it out finally. No, I, I, I mean, watch Gosh. that, watch that game against the Patriots. Did they drop him back like a normal quarterback? No, they, they've given him one read looks. They're get letting him run the ball a ton, and the Patriots struggle with rushing quarterbacks, and so did the Cowboys. Like, I think a lot of the stuff that the Eagles did that worked against the Cowboys defense. I think the Bears are going to be able to do against <sighs> the Cowboys. For me, the biggest thing here, and I was this close, Ryan. I was this close to picking the Cowboys. No, you were, and then. And then I see Zeke is out. Zeke is out. Zeke was the guy who actually put the team on his back these past couple of weeks. He was the only one who really got the offense going against mm. the uh, Eagles. He was the one who got them out of that that sludge that they were doing offensively. If they just have Tony Pollard, who again the Cowboys have shown, hey, this guy isn't a you know this isn't a twenty five carry I, guy, but he's better though. He's better, <laughs> but I, I don't think he can. Zeke has been good these past couple of games. I'm only willing to admit it now because he's not going to be playing, but Zeke has looked really good. I think they're going to miss Zeke. I, and, I do and, think and dogs, dogs, big dogs have been great all season dogs over a uh, uh, four points or more in the NFL, 67.3%, including six and three ATS last week. I do think you got to be careful though. Cause there is some data on like, as the spread gets bigger, it tilts in the favor of the favorite a little bit more. She, the, the, the surprising thing to me was looking up and seeing Chicago's offensive line is now a top 10 offensive line and line yards, which tells me to your point, the combination of fields and Montgomery and Herbert, who by the way, is just getting all the red zone carries, Sean. So yeah. enjoy that in best ball. Yeah. And obviously we're not taking the Cowboys. I'm taking we'll the bears, but when to call. you know, the number also not being 10, why are they doing that? I just don't think Dak in this offense can score enough points. And I guess I'm leaning into the bump that Robert Quinn was a piece of shit, and you know Roquan Smith was crying, and they're they're gonna rally. <laughs> no, they might they might get a bump. I mean, they're they're on a short week. I worry that maybe Dallas's offense really finds its rhythm, but I think I think it's gonna be tough for this Dallas team to blow out another team. To, they got the buy on and, deck and, too, Sean. Yeah, and Dak uh, Dak didn't look good. No, I agree. All right, New England coming off Monday night, embarrassing loss. They they would be a close your eyes special, Sean. On the road in New York, but they are laying two and a half, minus one forty on the money line, plus one fifteen for the Jets. Forty and a half is the total. Why are they laying two and a half? Well, Belichick's playing a team he hates. <laughs> I mean, I actually I do you have the number? Because I pulled it. If you have it, great. I actually did not, and I was just going to pull it from the last time they played and just add one. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick, thirty-four and ten straight up versus the Jets in his time in New England. This is a guy who just beats the shit out of out of the Jets and the Browns. Uh, Belichick, thirty-four <laughs> and fifteen against the spread after losing as a favorite. Let's be honest, the 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 Jets' entire offense was Brees Hall. He had fifteen he plays good. of ten or more. 
He he was he look at that you look at that bra the the box score in the Broncos game. It's like Brees Hall. The Broncos destroyed the Jets in every capacity except Brees Hall got loose. And Brees Hall is really good. I I wasn't that high on him. I was surprised that like man, his game speed is off the charts. Again, I still think Michael Carter is decent, but he didn't have that like next level thing that clearly clearly um, Brees Hall has. And this the Patriots offense is a little suspect. Um, Mac Jones is going to be starting according to my sources. Really another thing <laughs> that was weird. What? Oh, just the, oh, the whole way they played that. Did you, and you, did you dive in? Did you see that, that like Mac Jones interception might've hit the wire? Yeah, that was crazy. Sky cam. The NFL claims it didn't. And Belichick claims that the interception had nothing to do with him. Then not playing anymore uh, after that for a couple of years. Very strange stuff. It seems like Belichick's losing it, or maybe this is the Matt Patricia offense we all mm. signed up for. You know uh, what they say if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. RT points out teams off a primetime loss, ten and two. Pat's money line, easy play. Yeah. I think this is just you know he's going to have these players' ears the entire the entire week, um, and and this Jets thing just feels like how long can this go? I I, I mean Zach Wilson just looks. Horrible. And last but not least, I, I feel horrible for Jets fans because not only do you lose <laughs> Brees Hall to, for an ACL, which sucks for like a rookie running back, right? Because he can recover, but maybe not it's 100%. Take a, it's going to take a bit. Yeah, or like next year. Is he going to be completely no. 100%? You saw this with Barkley. Barkley yeah. looks completely different this year than he did last yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it, it's like they can play, but they're not the same. And then really Elijah Vera Tucker, who is playing a couple different positions for the jets offensive line, like really helping them. And I think Belichick and his fucking mullet loving son are going to dial up some pressure to confuse Zach Wilson, who still doesn't seem like he really sees the offense. He doesn't seem like he has a great handle on the offense. The difference. Yeah. The, the difference has been nothing more than him. Like just being a, a guy getting out there and handing the ball off. Uh, all right. I so mean, I, the only thing I don't like about this is that it's New England minus two and a half. Like, I'd rather make it three. The, laying the two and a half as a road favorite always scares me. Also, the fact but that I love New England. Jet, the Jets might be good, and New England might suck. Like, that's the other elephant in the room. Now, real quick, nugget on the Jets: they played zero games where they where a starting quarterback for both teams was playing. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the like the intended starter. So like Joe Flacco played a bunch of games. They had they had quarterbacks go out a la the Miami game. So they've had some weird outcomes. Uh, and to your point, I think you did you grow, throw out the combined number for them him versus the Browns and the Jets? No. 9 and 2 versus the Browns all time, 35 and 11 versus the Jets straight up is what I have. So uh, it like you said motivation spot and you take it another step and Robert Kraft I don't know if you've ever heard him talk about the Boston Belichick situation. It pissed him off. He had to give up a first round pick. <laughs> pissed him off a lot. He had to give a first round pick up, but probably worth it. New England laying the points, unfortunately. I, I if Capper's in the chat, I'd be curious to know what he thinks. He probably it's hates a that baby thing. fucking wheel. But they man. seem to own the Jets. So yeah. Miami heads due to Detroit. Definitely gonna be some points in this one, right? Minus three and a half for the Dolphins, minus one eighty on the money line. Lions plus 150. 51 and a half is the total. They cover spreads. They play better at home. They basically haven't, like, if not for the Eagles game. Oh, no, they covered against the Eagles. I take that back. They just cover at home, right? Is, is, isn't the simple handicap just, just that? The flip side is that their defense is going to give up big plays to the Miami offense. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He will play. Fake concussion. Fake concussion. Um, but 
These this is the list of people who missed practice today. TJ Hawkinson, mm. defensive end Charles Harris, cornerback Mike Hughes, wide receiver Josh Reynolds, aka Khalif Raymond is a nice play. Uh offensive guard, Jonah Jackson, uh Matt Nelson, safety, Deshaun Elliott, cornerback yeah. Chase Lucas, Lucas, uh safety of Fetu Mayafonwa. Nice. <laughs> DeAndre Swift is scheduled to return. I think this Lions team is still pretty banged up. Two games, Ryan. Their last two games combined six points. It's tough to take this team. Now, granted, both those two games have been on the road. Both it's those games have not had Swift and Amara St. Brown. True. Um, and again, it's been great for Jared Goff Sucks Island. Uh, the phone is back ringing. It's you know, it's it's a great great investment opportunity. Mortgage rates I know are rising, but the prices have gone down on Jared Goff Island. Uh, you know, I've been selling a couple units the past couple of weeks. I think Swift really. Although they love Jamal Williams, I, I do think the combination of Swift and Amara St. Brown is enough for me to take them as a home dog. Come on, we know we've seen this game before. They lose by a field goal. I, I get it. Like I, I for the same reason you were hesitant on the two and a half for New England. You know, my instincts say, "Oh yeah, give me the Dolphins. They're going to smash. Like they're going to score a million points." Well, I do think this is still a good game, uh, DFS wise. It's non-conference. Part of my handicap. It's non-conference. It's in a dome. Miami, but I, I'm worried. Like, who is who is? I guess if if I'm on Rod's 100, percent I'll take him. But he I'm didn't have a, a concussion. Worried. Yeah, but he's not he's not doing a full week of practice. He's still he, they're making him wear the red jersey. He's off to the it's side. It's the new protocol. Like he didn't have a concussion. He's gonna clear and he's gonna have a, p- a pissed off game because ever since his dad talked shit on Kevin Durant for not doing <laughs> calf raises, uh, he, that he's is been, pretty funny. He's been getting hurt a bunch. All right, how's Kevin Kevin Durant not uh, tweeted back at him? All right, you you his, bullied me. He has in, from his burner, I'm sure. You've bullied me into taking Detroit as oh, a home dog. Oh, interesting. No, I, I was kind of liking Miami, but again, man, both these coaches. Can are I so give bad. you one reason why? Like the the other thing is just eye test. Tua Tua got got away with no less than. I mean, if you want to be right conservative, it was five four, four five or six turnover worthy <laughs> plays. And none of them were turnovers, which is insane. And Hutch looks uh, had a little spark there. Shout out to Hutch. Las Vegas, the Raiders. They're heading to Nolens. Coming off Thursday night football, the Saints are one and a half point home dogs, plus one hundred five on the money line, minus one twenty five for the Raiders. Forty nine and a half is the total. This kind of feels like one of the easier spots on the board. I, I, I'm just not, I'm not there with the Raiders. So what? You just ran the ball against the Houston Texans. Yeah, I don't give a shit. This is a tough spot. I don't know. I, I and Raiders thirty first in pass defensive EPA. I mean, Davis Mills looked really good for a little bit for a long time. Yeah, I, I would say. Um, no, that was a super long message in the chat, huh, Sean? Some spam. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I, it just seems like this is the kind of Raiders to me, much like the uh, Dolphins, shouldn't be non-conference road favorites. I, what I'm worried about is the Saints are kind of like the uh, you know they're 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 a version of the Ravens where they just figure out ways to lose games. And Andy Dalton, maybe he got all his turnovers out last game. Um, but I think they should be able to throw the ball. Like I love Olave in this game. I think this game again, like this game, the uh, the Dol- the Dolphins Raiders and or sorry the Dolphins Lions and then even like uh, Arizona Vikings. Like just use those three games for your lineup. Is Latimer like do, what's what's the word on Latimer? I don't have I, he didn't practice Wednesday. Uh, I mean I, there is a cons- so the, the 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 Raiders are like the poster child this year for the they're so much better than the record. Yeah. 
Which well, they they can, have uh yeah they have the same point differential as the Titans. Titans are four and two. They're two and four. But uh, but all of that being said, I don't I still don't know if I've I've if they've earned the. Well, and to your point too, like the Saints have fit a lot of that stuff too, where they put up some decent numbers again. Like the I. I if Andy Dalton throws two pick sixes again, they're gonna lose. I've noticed last week uh, both teams coming off Thursday covered uh, ATS, and I think coming off the Thursday that becomes more valuable as the season goes along. So I think all those factors. I'm gonna take the Saints as the home dog. No, oh, we're just skipping down the road again. Didn't work out well last week. We uh, I thought it did all right. Uh, neither of us did well. Arizona heads. I uh, hit my dog. Hit a lock. Arizona heads to Minnesota. Arizona coming off the Thursday night game. Minnesota coming off a full bye. This number is very strange. Vikings minus three and a half, minus two hundred on the money line. Arizona plus one sixty five. Forty nine is the total. Minnesota is the opposite of the Raiders. Wow, overrated. Uh, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors here. They're better in the spaceship. That's probably why this is three and a half. The number says high. the number says take the Vikings to me. But Kyler and Cliff on the road. Now let's talk about it. Well, and and with the Call the, of Duty thing, the elephant call, in the room. He's had a week. He's been pounding on that bitch for a week. Is he tired? I don't know. Are there any gamers in the YouTube chat? Like, it, have you spent your wad after? Like, let's say you have a long weekend. Is that are are you done with the game or are you are you that much deeper into? I don't it? know. Juju was hyping up uh, hyping it up as a bonding opportunity for Kelsey Mahomes and and MVS and him. So. I, I don't know. Maybe him and Cliff playing a little to, Call of Duty. Figuring out how to him call plays at, together. Him yelling at Cliff. I like that out of Kyler. I like that spunkiness. I you like heard, and you heard what D Hop <laughs> said, right? No. Oh, he goes, I I, I I appreciate playing on a team where two guys are that that fired up about winning. <laughs> well, I don't know if I don't know if Cliff was fired up. He was just like he was he was doing that again. He looks like a bad guy in every sort of eighties movie. He's got like the real gaunt eyes. Uh, from you know hanging out in the lodge doing coke all night and and Kyler someone did the uh, did the voice and it was like right from the Flintstones where it's like rah, 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 like Dino's voice from the Simpsons of rah, 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 rah. He's, he's a little chirpy guy but this is a perfect matchup for the Cardinals because you've seen the Vikings the Vikings have struggled with high end receivers right you saw them struggle uh against the Eagles you saw them they they struggle against the the Dolphins receivers uh I know they didn't end up winning that game but they didn't the cornerbacks didn't play well and you know once Skyler got knocked out it was kind of a different game but um they've they've not done well against good receivers and uh yeah so they're playing a Skyler and a Kyler in the same year yeah that's and, wild and and, and working the river Craycraft Oh, so many, so many. I mean, McDaniel certainly is uh, smoking something in the circle. Uh, yeah. it's smoking about Arizona's the play, right? This is this is the highest scoring game of the weekend, I think. Well, yeah, and Arizona's good ATS on the road. Um, I just, I'm, I'm still not in on the Vikings. Uh, dare I say something negative about the NFL? But there's some gross matchups this weekend. Speaking they, of which, they feel very, very uh, fraudulent. Right before we get to the rest of the picks, shout out to No House Advantage. That's right, No House Advantage is changing the game, offering a dynamic fantasy platform over under player props. Again, you're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I don't need to explain player props to you, but you got a sweet chance to win two hundred fifty thousand oh dollars in their player prop contest. Or if you just want to go up against the house, you go five and zero, oh, you win twenty x your entry, and it's not just NFL. 
NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, NASCAR. And a lot of these contests are guaranteed money, AKA a massive opportunity. Like if you really know NASCAR DFS, if you really know MMA PGA, like there's just not a, not a ton of competition. There are good opportunities for our listeners. Nohouseadvantage.com promo code SGPN first deposit match up to 25 bucks. Nohouseadvantage.com promo code SGPN first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by trade coffee. Oh man. Every day I wake up, I have a, I have an alarm set on the coffee maker. I have a whole bean coffee maker, Ryan. It is a game changer. So the night before I, I fill up the uh, coffee maker with my trade coffee, the whole bean wake up in the morning. It is just a, it's just, yeah, I don't know when you hear people don't drink coffee. You're like, how do you live? What are you doing with your life? And again, life is too short to drink horrible coffee. When I was out in Arizona, I was super grumpy because we woke up at like 5 a.m. to go golfing, had to drink some gas station coffee. Oh, it's completely gross, completely disgusting. It's coffee. Like it's an acquired taste. And uh, the best thing about it is, you know, you may have a specific flavor of coffee, blended coffee you like. Uh, That's what's awesome about trade. They got you covered. Uh, You take a coffee quiz. They match your coffee to your particular taste. And uh, you're getting $30 off your subscription plus free shipping. That's right. Just go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP. $30 off your subscription. And hey, get like a get a sweet uh, SGP mug for your delicious trade coffee. Support the program. Support yourself by just treat yourself to some awesome coffee. Drinktrade.com slash SGP. Nice work, Sean. Thank you. Next up. Carolina heading to Atlanta. I mean, the what's better, the AFC South or the NFC South this year? I feel like they're both uh, exotic in their own separate <laughs> ways. All right, shout out to the Tiger King, by the way. If if, if Link is listening, if he could uh, hit me with one of those sweet sweet uh, Tiger King music videos <laughs> on a Sunday on Sunday morning when I'm in Houston, I'd appreciate that. Go Astros. Carolina heads to Atlanta minus four and a half on the the spread, minus two ten on the money line. 170 for the Carolina Panthers. 41 and a half is the total. The dead cat bounce created two and a half points of line value here, Sean. We were having this very conversation like, oh shit, if I take the look ahead or if I take the bet at the Atlanta spread on the look ahead at six and a half, like what are the chances? It, like Panthers are going to get their ass beat. It's going to go north to sevens. What the opposite happens and it yeah. moves down to four and a half. Atlanta can pound the rock, get up on Carolina and be up on Carolina. That's the way like Atlanta struggles when they, they, you know, even in a track meet, they're still trying to run the ball. And you're going to tell me that Philip Walker, I, I love the guy, but he's horrible. I mean, what? I shouldn't say he's horrible. He, he is not an NFL quarterback, not a starter. I think he's, I think he's Marcus a- Mariota. Very few times in the NFL season this year, will have a decided advantage at the quarterback position. I think Atlanta runs for like 300 yards in this game. PJ Walker had five completions of 20 plus yards on 22 attempts last week, tied for third most behind Burrow and Mahomes. Witchcraft Ryan. trend. Witchcraft <laughs> trend. <laughs> that was some. That was some witchy stuff. Um, but Panthers have done okay against teams that can't rush the passer. I think that is the counter. I'm with you though. Like I, I think. I think, and again, we picked the game pre Christian McCaffrey trade. I think we might have talked ourselves into 
uh, the Carolina Panthers, especially when it closed at 14, just the idea, I wouldn't have picked them. I would, never would have picked that money line, but I think we could have talked ourselves into um, them getting up for that game because everyone goes, Oh, there's no chance. They're going to win. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was their entire team. And upon further review, I think McCaffrey not being there. Hey, look, you see this in youth sports all the time. The best player on the team doesn't often make the team better because they're so good. They do everything. Yeah. And when you take that person away, it allows it's a Ewing theory, Ryan. it allow it allows for the team to kind of have that, that wider trust circle. And it, obviously where did the touches from McCaffrey go? DJ Moore, which, super easy, which turns out that's manufactured. A, maybe DJ Moore is better than McCaffrey and maybe the Niners just got fleeced. Like the Chicago Bears, it does feel like the Falcons are just kind of a better version of the Panthers, right? Like a quarterback with a limited skill set, uh, an offense that's just trying to manufacture yards via the running game or easy passing stuff. I, I think the Falcons are going to continue to get disrespected because it's funny to say, like, oh, they don't they don't pass the ball. That's negative EV. Uh, they have Kyle. Like people are mad because they're not getting Kyle Pitts involved <laughs> and Drake London. Like the fantasy community's mad. The nerdy analytics community is mad. Meanwhile, I mean, it's it, if they don't blow that Saints game, they're in first place in this division. So this is an absolute must-win game for Atlanta. I don't think Carolina's trying to do shit. I think we we witnessed the the dead cat bounce off the concrete, and and it, it was assisted by McCaffrey being dealt off and having a little extra motivation. It, it's the we see this all the time. Subpar quarterback play on tape. What happens? I don't care that age. I don't care that these guys are out for the Atlanta secondary. Walker's not. He's not. So many obvious things here. Minus four and a half. Let's yeah, say. I'm with you. I, I'm on Atlanta. I, I think matchup wise, they're a little bit closer, but I think this is just a such a crater spot for the Panthers. I, if the game doesn't happen la next, like if the game doesn't happen against the Bucks, it's a touchdown spread. Yeah. So yeah, let's see. Which take is Falcons insane. Four and a half. All right, let's head over to that Pittsburgh Philly game. Philly coming off the ten bye. and a half. What Last happened? of the early games, minus ten and a half, minus five hundred on the money line. Pittsburgh plus four hundred. Forty three and a half is the total. Sean, even you would say this scares you a tad bit because that's a big number. But I y'all do play in the same state. Uh, yeah. There's and there's a rivalry in hockey, not really for football. Um, I, I think the Steelers are just gonna outright get their ass kicked. Maybe there's a world where the Eagles come out flat uh, after the bye, but the Steelers, I think, I wouldn't call it a dream crusher game, but really that they've got to be pretty frustrated because they were in that game against Miami. Now I know historically uh, Tomlin has been good against the dog, but look at this season. When he plays higher level teams, aka the Buffalo Bills, they just get completely butt fucked. And I, I think that's kind of what happens here. I think rookie quarterback versus this Eagles defense, this Eagles pass rush, this Eagles team that creates a ton of turnovers. Like, look at that Jacksonville game. Um, they just really I know Jacksonville, they got the pick six, they got that uh, you know, kind of fluky touchdown. And then it was just game on. Like the defense turned on them and they were just off to the races. I I will say that I mean the number like the style that Philly plays with like they absolutely could kick their ass but no I know what you the mean buy, like, like if I'm an Eagles fan and I whenever you're playing well you don't want the buy and so there's always question like are they going to come out with that same level of efficiency they were playing with Jalen Hurts has been great and and they have a great like this this tees up a great passing matchup for him yeah 
which also creates concern for me if I'm if I'm backing the Eagles because I, like at some point he's going to throw a bad interception. Uh, yeah, I mean he threw a bad and, interception and, in that Jacksonville game, and so uh, and they still recovered. From but they it. they wouldn't have covered ten, ten and a half. But they they covered the yeah. number though. In that case, I just think the Steelers. To me, I think the Steelers are really just going to struggle to put up points. Like I don't see the the Eagles cornerbacks match up well against the receivers. They're very healthy. Uh, yeah, the Eagles defense is pretty healthy. I just, you know, it, it's just a tough spot for the Steelers team. It's a non-conference game. I don't know if they're going to get up for this game. They have to though. It's a back-to-back road game. There's a lot of yeah, but that but they're they're in desperation mode at this point. And they got a gunslinger, Sean. Can he pick it? I mean, which could, could turn into some defensive touchdowns. I definitely know. I, I, I like the covering is there. Hassan Reddick is going to get to Kenny Pickett, and it, which by yeah, he's he's popping off on the charts on the pass rush charts this year. Uh, they also could be celebrating their newest acquisition, and I, and I can play your uh, your your fucking. Oh yeah, play the play the Howie Roseman many men video, right? Many men. I just love the time that someone put together. That's my favorite part. The slow motion Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't, I, and I don't even know if uh, I don't know if Robert Quinn's going to actually play in the game or not. So we'll see with that. But uh, I, I, they're they're going to be able to move the ball. Like Ryan, as a hater, what matchup are the Steelers going to consistently win here? Uh, so I, I, the the argument would be that they're they're able to challenge the defensive backs of the Eagles in a way that they haven't been challenged this year. They have like three very dynamic receivers that are very different. Now, personally, I would expect to see Bradbury on one of the big physical guys. Yeah. Uh, Slay on Deontay Johnson. Maybe. I mean, like, we took care of Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But, but, but have you played a team with like three legit guys like this? Now I understand it's Kenny Pickett and there, there's all of that. Well, no, but that, I think I think this team is constructed to handle three good receivers because you have three guys. They're they're nickel receiver of Hante Maddox, Slay, and I think Bradbury Maddox, I think are like Maddox, top ten. Yeah, but Maddox struggles if they put Claypool in the slot. Like that's that's we were talking about this before. I think. No, well, then they'll put Bradbury. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. But I I do think that at the end of the day, this is me looking to get on a spot with Tomlin. And oh by the way, you're taking the Steelers, right? I'm gonna take the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> That is a disgusting act. Enjoy. I, and I was I was scrap as I was playing that video. I was trying to pull up the injury report, uh, just to just to confirm that my, my guy Pat Fryermuth's good. So yeah, he's limited. He he practiced. No, I, I, I think that's a good matchup too. You were pointing that out to me, but I I do think there could be some points in this game. I I targeted. I love uh, me some Devonta Smith Claypool well, and, and Devonta Smith Pickens in game stacks. No, no, to your point about them, like maybe. Controlling the game and not covering it's the ten spread. and a half. That's a big ass. C- controlling number. the game and not covering the spread, uh, which they've done, where they put up a ton of second point, a uh, ton of points in the second quarter. Historically, uh, you have that point differential. No, it's it's crazy, and we we broke it down in the Eagles podcast. I mean, some of it is kind of fluky. Like there are times where they're about to score at the end of the first quarter and just rolls over to the second quarter. Uh, some of it's two minute drill stuff, uh, whatever it is, and then they kind of 
I wouldn't even say take their foot off the gas, but just like look to bleed clock, look to kind of like a Python, just strangle the life out of the opponent and not necessarily light it up. I'm going to say, I think I'm predicting they're going to be a little bit more aggressive with the downfield mm. passing game. I think big AJ yeah. Brown game uh, because okay. of the matchup. So I, I think they're going to be working on some uh, you like more Brown, aggressive not passing Smith, huh? I always like AJ Brown, man. No, I, I mean, look, I, like even the nerds over at the outsiders think this number should be bigger than 10 and a half. So yeah, it should be 13. I mean, and it's, a half. it's the same argument you made. There's some elite, elite teams and maybe they're just going to crush oh. everyone. I mean, if you're a first half guy, this is will, will the too. fans be focused on football with the world series. Will they be dancing on their own in, yeah. the, in the stands together? <laughs> Tennessee heads to Houston. Oh boy. We got to pull out the, the newly minted AFC South flow chart that unfortunately uh, steered us the wrong direction last week. I, I went back and looked at the tape though. It was one of the weaker trends on the flow chart. So Tennessee heads to Houston, Tennessee laying one and a half minus one twenty five on the money line, Houston plus one Oh five 40 and a half is the total are we're getting a Malik Willis game. I believe the line suggests that, right? Cause if, if it's Ryan Tannehill, it's four, right? It's three and a half. Yeah. It's on the other side of three. I think it was, I think it opened at four and, okay. and got kind of bet down. This to me is just, and I mean, I'm just looking at Derrick Henry versus this Texans defense and like their run defense was so bad. Like look what they did to Josh Jacobs. Derrick Henry's warming up to the point where he wins you fantasy leagues again. Like <laughs> we're close. I think, and Ryan, um, I wanted to find a way to put him in some lineups and I'm going to between now and the end of the Ooh. week, but a Malik will is Derrick Henry stack where they just throw the ball 10 times in the game. Uh, I think is very viable. Uh, uh, I think you have it wrong. I think you go back to the Davis Wells and you bring it back with Derrick Henry. No, yeah. I'm playing Malik Willis with the stack with Derrick Henry. I'm uh, done with Davis mills, uh, Davis mills. Uh, and the, the irony of the city of Houston hating uh, me. I, meanwhile, you and I have been like the biggest Texans and Davis mills advocate. I'm off. Even man. when the, when he was driving for that backdoor cover and he just fucking pegged the guy right in the hands, the defender with the ball and they took a pick six. I'm out. I'm off the, I'm off the Texans ship. I'm off the Texans send Derrick Henry last three games against the Texans 32 for two 11 and three touchdowns, 22 for two 12 and two touchdowns, 34 for two 50 and two touchdowns. Is that good? They don't have the personnel to slow him down. Titans have won four out of the last five meetings. I Houston I just, has covered 16 of 22. And okay. But at, I think this line is tiny. Um, yeah. That's the thing, right? At yeah. home, they're nine, and they're nine and two ATS Houston against Tennessee in their last, uh, since we've been doing the podcast. And, but I think that involves a lot of bigger chalk. So I, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I, I, w I was coming to this fully prepared to fade this Tennessee team. Cause I, I don't think they're very good, but I, I do think this could just be a game where Derrick Henry takes care of business. The, the flow chart would tell you to take Houston here. Do I go back? Do I, do I stay true to the flow chart one more time before I tear it up and burn it? Uh, I'm not betting Houston. Uh, fuck them. I'm done. I don't. I have to stay true to my Malik Willis isn't very good. And he, he's going to play his first game and be a favorite. Sean, come on. This isn't our first time betting on NFL games. No, but I, I think, I think he's not going to play quarterback, Ryan. He's going to play like wing back. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be a running back. They're going to run the, they're going to run the giants offense. If Saquon <laughs> Barkley was quarterback, like, what are you talking about? The guy's going to throw the ball 10 times. Say his name, Dan Jones, Dan Jones, fifth in the league in 10 plus yard runs. Suck it. Afternoon. Oh, that was the first afternoon. So you're going Houston. Yeah, Houston. Wow. 
I'm an Astros guy, right? One twenty-five <laughs> kick on the West Coast. The Giants head to Seattle, where the Seahawks are three point favorites, minus one sixty on the money line, a plus one thirty for the Giants. Since the Giants have been slaying all these fucking predators, these these animal murderers. I didn't think they played. I'm getting they're, my. Uh, they're playing uh, the Browns and Deshaun Watson, right? I'm getting well. That I mean, I was yeah. You you you're bringing me to my joke. The only team oh, they sorry. the only team they didn't uh, defeat uh, isn't a predator, a cowboy, unless you uh, frequent West Hollywood <laughs> on the right nights. All right, this is my uh, this is my duck hunting jacket because I don't recognize a Seahawk. It's just a fucking water duck. Seahawks minus three, minus one sixty, forty five is the total. I mean, how many times does Dan Jones and this team have to pull the horseshoe out of his ass and make second half adjustments? Dable, Wink, Kafka, run the ball down your fucking throat. What have we seen from this Seattle defense that makes you think they're going to be able to slow down the Giants' running attack? Oh, okay. Um, I I actually have an answer for that. One, they 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 figured out a lot of Listen. stuff on the defense. Two. You watch this Giants offense. It's I, I was watching Paulie's breakdown. They're running wing T. They're running power I. They're running traditional college offense stuff, right? Like old school college offense stuff. And who, who is uniquely prepared to shut down a college offense? An all-time college football coach like Pete Carroll, no, right? No, you this is this is an They're amazing. They're not running college offense. With the wing They're T? running base or basic like power concepts out of the shotgun. And out of read pass out a pass run pass right, stuff that college teams run. Yeah, but it, it's not wing T. No, it is wing T. They're not running like a fu- no, no, you're wrong. They they ran eight straight fucking I formation power fullback runs to end the game against Jacksonville. Period. Watch the tape. I'm a tape guy. Sean I did. I, so yeah, I, I mean I think both teams should be able to run on each other. And Ken, I think Ken Walker is going to light this team up. The, the Giants have been a, it's it's been a fun story. This is a back to back road game. Seahawks fly is a thing. You feel good about that? No, that's okay. not a thing. Uh, it, you know, this is a crazy travel spot for the Giants as well. You're going all the way down to Jacksonville, then all the way up to Seattle. What the fuck are you talking about right now? Geno Smith is. You want me to uh, hand you the straw? You're reaching hard for it. What do you mean? You're grasping. Grasping for straw. They the last time they went on a nice long flight, built some fucking culture. <laughs> they put Aaron Rodgers in the ground it's, and it's shoved cheese up his fucking ass. It's a horrible spot for the Giants. Seahawks all day. Potential lock here. Never forget. Ken Walker. I knew you would forget this. Never forget why the Giants fans hate Geno Smith. He ended Eli Manning's consecutive <laughs> start streak. That is a great nugget. This is this is fuck. Are this the Giants fans more. gonna play? This means more. There will be some Giants. I mean, there there are a shitload of Giants fans in Jag Jacksonville. There'll Seahawks be some in Seattle. fans will show up. It's loud in there. No, they, they like money too. They don't, you know. What does that mean? They're gonna sell their tickets. Oh, okay. All right. Go check it out. I see you're on Seattle. Oh yeah, as I love a favorite. Seattle here. As yep. a favorite. Three point home favorite. Yep. Love it. So Dan Jones just has to keep winning as a dog. My favorite thing yeah. about how the Giants are, are horseshoe up their ass, worst five and six and one team ever, is they keep outperforming the market. Like, what's going on? As a dog, they keep winning. So who's wrong? Suck it, San Francisco. Oh, small my sample size. It, it, absolutely, but also you're wrong. Just <laughs> accept you're wrong. Niners minus one and a half, down in Los Angeles against the Rams, plus one hundred five on the money line for the Rams, minus one twenty five for the Niners. Forty three and a half is the total. I mean. This is this is almost flowchart esque. 
with the way McVay and Shanahan generally uh, end their games. I, I I'm I'm a little worried about this Niners team. They might just be like this might be the beginning of the end. Niners, dude. This might be the beginning of the end. They're getting rid of all their picks. I mean, we might have to check in with Katie in a couple of weeks because if they don't win this game, they they just own the Rams. Though it's really hard to take the Rams. I think the case for the Rams are they're a desperate team. They're former Super Bowl champs. They had two weeks to prepare for this 49ers team. I, you know, Christian McCaffrey, I think is going to get a ton of work Debo. Who's really been huge in these, in these past iterations of this, um, of this game. He's, he's, he's been, been dealing bum. with the hamstring issue, the Rams losing their, uh, they lost another offensive lineman to me, man, that is so tough, especially now one week more for Bosa to get completely healthy. That's the handicap. I, I just I want to get cute and take the Rams, but I I'm gonna have to go Niners here. I assume the public is all over the 49ers right. Yeah, now. we haven't even uh, got, the, the, gotten any money splits. The 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 Rams offensive line is just so bad. I I just can't take them. And Christian McCaffrey didn't he have a really good game against the uh, Rams? And, and McVay off the bye. I mean, how's I, McVay worth, been off the bye? Worth noting, he's been good. Um, I don't have the exact numbers, but it's it's a positive trend. Uh, the other the other angle here is the Niners coming off a game where Kansas City put up an all time offensive performance. It's one of eight times that a single game DVOA went north of a hundred percent. So you know, I guess there's a little bit. This is what uh, McCaffrey did against the Rams, knowing that like he was their entire offense. Thirteen for sixty nine rushing, seven catches for eighty nine yards. I, I think I think they're I think McCaffrey is a tough matchup for this Rams team. Yeah, the concern is just pressure up the middle is what Jimmy G gets in trouble with. Yeah, and it's Aaron Donald. But yeah, they look. There will be a pick six. That's what we. Stafford will throw pick six. I mean, really, it's just yeah. Stafford turning the ball over. I, I think that last offensive lineman, and I'm I'm blanking on his name. Um, Got, I mean, who who. One of these teams will not make the playoffs. Which one doesn't make the playoffs? Yeah, I still, I, I still like the uh, 49ers to get things right. Slightly. Note boom, lost for the season, uh, towards Achilles. R- last game before the bye. I just don't think they have any sort of offensive line that can handle this, this, this 49ers defensive line. And it's a bounce back spot for the 49ers. So I'm, I'm, I like the Niners here. Yeah, this is a tough spot. I'll I'll take the Niners just based on the history, but I don't love it. But it it does seem like San Francisco's got to bounce back at some point. And maybe they were looking ahead last week. I doubt it. But all right, since Carolina's not playing in the late window, we had to put a shitty game here. Washington <laughs> against the Colts. Colts are somehow minus. So we have two first-time NFL starters who weren't drafted in the first round or even the second round. They're both laying points. Indy minus three, minus one fifty-five, one thirty. For the Redskins, thirty-nine and a half is the total. This is a snap play for me. Washington football team. Mm. Give me the Commanders. See what I did there? I na- I gave them all three names. <laughs> you're gonna confuse people. You're you're taking the Commanders automatically here. What are we, okay? So I get it. Matt Ryan was really bad. Does that mean this guy has to be a, an upgrade? Why weren't they playing him if he was an upgrade? Yeah, I don't know. I kind I kind of like a. Uh, 
a desperate Colts team at home Sean. getting that backup quarterback bump. And is there a chance we see Nick Foles, Ryan? That's really what I'm struggling if with. If you can't beat out Matt Ryan in camp and he's throwing the ball oh, like come that. On. They were never gonna they were never gonna they traded for Matt Ryan. This is this is the fact that they I mean okay, so let's let's look at it the good other luck. way. Good luck. The fact that they cut the cord with Matt Ryan this quick. He's hurt. No, no, he's hurt. No, he's not. He's hurt, they but he went, won't be back. He's hurt. They but he went won't out of their back. way to say, I, I can you remember a time? 18 million on the cap for them. Where they year. said he's definitely not starting the rest of the season? I can't remember that. This Ellinger kid, I uh, think Matt Ryan went up to the farm with your mother. He won't be coming back. I, I think this Ellinger uh kid is going to scramble around a ton, make some like put his body on the line, get clocked a couple times, and pull a horseshoe out of his ass. You so I'm thinking if, I'm if thinking they, Sam Ellinger. If they could block and run the ball, I would believe you. Yeah. This is this is a fading the commanders on the road. I mean, I watched Taylor Heineke. I watched some of those throws that he chucked up and was very, I don't want to very burst fortunate. Bubble. Like Taylor Heineke, probably a more accurate quarterback than Ellinger in college. So. We're going to find out come Sunday, I, right? Well, and, and I think <laughs> Ellinger is going to run a ton. We're going to see a bunch of third downs that he converts with his legs. I think he'll use his legs, but I, I, I would, before you put a large sum of money on this, I would encourage you to watch a little bit of his tape at Texas. Like I, I don't think I broke down his preseason tape, Ryan. Okay. I, Anything you like? Yeah, no. He keeps his eye downfield. He steps up in the pocket. He will. He'll use his legs. That's the best thing. He if has if the him. Commanders had an amazing, um, you know, if they had an amazing defense, I I think I'd might be a little more intrigued. But I think I think Washington's going to get pressure and he's going to scramble. Like we see this all the time. We saw this just with Taylor Heineke last week. The backup quarterback gives the team a bump. I don't think that dude. The team hated Sam. Um, hated Matt Ryan. They liked him. No, Remember? they didn't. Dude, Pittman said he could yeah, put it anywhere early. he wanted to. Watch, watch their body language after he threw that pick six. They did not like Matt Ryan. They're getting a bump after this game. Yeah, maybe, but the, it's crazy. That you you, you got to buy him at minus three to do it. That that's an insane number. Green Bay Sunday Night Football heading to Buffalo. Why they didn't flex the Giants and the Seahawks? The only matchup between teams with winning records. Week eight. But instead, we have to watch the lowly Packers head to Buffalo, coming off the bye, and probably get their ass fucking kicked. Minus eleven, minus five seventy-five on the money line. Green Bay plus four twenty-five. Forty-seven and a half is the total. Exactly what the team needed. Aaron Rodgers said. I don't. I mean, I. Isn't he part of the problem? <laughs> it, dude, he takes. You look at his underlying numbers, his A dot, any sort of underlying <laughs> advanced number. Aaron Rodgers is having one of the worst. Get, uh, seasons of his career, dude. The 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 potential like um, trades that the Packers have been linked to, they're asking about AJ Green. AJ, did you see there were, was it Donald Driver? They were going to try and talk out of retirement. I mean, they, Kenny Galladay is available. <laughs> I do think that Rogers, his thumb issue is a bit of an issue. He's also just got that sour puss. It does like watching him. It feels like he almost like he almost doesn't want the play to succeed to like prove some point of like see. See, they don't know what they're doing. It is. Look, look. Okay, you want me to run this play? All right, I ran it. Yep. See, he dropped the ball, and he's he's like whipping the ball at guys. Again, it reminds he me. He doesn't respect Matt Lafleur. He doesn't respect Matt Lafleur. He doesn't respect Romeo Dobbs uh, clearly. And again, coming back, it reminds me of LeBron James when he found out Delonte West was having sex with his mom. He's like, okay, yeah, great there call. you go. Great, great play. Yeah. Set you up. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, I'm who, pass first. Who has better wide receivers, the Packers or the Giants? Hmm. I mean, Daniel Jones is not a problem. Packers do have Robert Tunyon. Yeah, I do like that. 
Giants tight end just got his eyes gouged and won't be playing anymore. This <laughs> that year. was great. All right, so uh, Bill, t- to me, Buffalo is the number one uh, defensive DVOA, and that that's what is so scary about this Buffalo team. I feel like I'm the only one of the few guys talking about how good the Bills defense is, and really th- what's what's kind of separating them from the rest of the NFL right now is that defense. I just don't see how the Packers are going to put up many points. And you're and to your point, the thumb injury, like the thumb is what keeps me off of because the back like, against does, the does wall. our, does our main character need one more big defeat <laughs> before he can come back this season on the national football? I, I got to take the plus Adam would give me shit if I kept picking against the bills, but oh, no. as much as I like to take dogs, Ryan, you're taking them. You're make you're making your first ever bill selection on the podcast. Yeah. Breaking it. We should put out a press release. Ryan Dave, on the side of the Buffalo well, bills. ATS first time 2022. I, I mean, if Dable can do it with Dan Jones and the receivers, <laughs> the giants have, it's amazing. I, you I, just I, keep finding ways to. you're like Bill Simmons when he's just like, ah, oh, this reminds me of some basketball bullshit. <laughs> How dare you on, on this podcast Your ability you, to come back to the giants is impressive, right? I always get the Homer mark, but uh, it's important to, to create that baseline and continually bring it back to the baseline. <laughs> so everyone understands what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Say his name. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and this so one, you're I, on the bills, I'm on the bills uh, and you wouldn't believe it, Sean, but actually green Bay, more tickets are being written for green Bay right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is a, it's a it's Rogers' biggest spread all time, but as we've seen with Tom Brady, that doesn't stop these guys from fucking it up. What what is the one piece of data like? Father time always wins, and these quarterbacks when they go bad, they go bad quick. We 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 continually see it, and 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 basically, the more elite you are, the longer it may take, but it's still always abrupt. Yeah. Look at Peyton Manning. I mean, I think we might see. Is this what we're seeing it with Tom Brady? Aaron Rodgers, like he is hurt. I don't think he's fallen off the cliff. But if if this was the beginning of the fall, would it be surprising? No. For Aaron Rodgers, no. He won the MVP back to back years. <laughs> so I, it's a little surprising, but yeah. All right. Yeah, but so to that point, sixty sixty percent on Green Bay. Love but that. Seventy percent of the money on the Bills. So sharp guys like us. Bengals, they're heading to Cleveland. Oh, just a battle of Ohio, Sean. The Bengals are laying three and a half. They're back. We got the Harambe jersey. Everything is right. It is fun. What is the record since we received the jersey? I think they're undefeated. I'll have to, I'll have to double check with let's, Justin. Let's Wood. check that shipping date. Minus two hundred <laughs> for the Bengals. Plus one sixty five for the Browns. Forty six and a half is the total. But isn't the book on the Bengals that you you worry about them when they're they're going to face a pass rush? Yeah. And they they're coming off another game where things looked great because Atlanta didn't really have that pass but, rush. But can the, can the Browns rush the passers? They're they're ninth worst in pass rush rate. I I think from a like do they have talent to do it? Yes. Have they done it this year? Yeah, they've been I mean their sack rate has them mm. Brian, while you're pulling that up, listen to this amazing nugget. The Browns record in the 64 games with Baker Mayfield on the roster, 32 and 32. The Browns record nice. in the last 64 games without Baker Mayfield, 9 and 55. <laughs> Why did they get rid of that guy? I don't I I mean I get it but also like that that just looks really really bad. Uh Browns have kind of owned the Bengals. They've won last 7 of the 8 games. Like even even last year when the Bengals were good, 
Um, Cleveland has an above average sack rate. Um, you know, they're they're it, you'd be worried about them if this turned into a game where they're gonna like the Bengals run the ball down their throat, which maybe we see a Joe Mixon game. It just seems like their success is coming from them lining up in the shotgun and having Burrow throw it all over the field, which kind of feeds into the bit of defense that the Browns can do a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, so Browns uh, beat them both times uh, last year, forty-one to sixteen. You'll remember in Cincinnati, they just destroyed that team, uh, and that was like kind of Cincinnati bottoming out. And then they they uh, they beat them as well at home. But I I don't think the I don't think the Bengals played their starters because they had it locked up then. But um, possibly a revenge aspect for the Bengals here. I mean, it's another, it's another spot where, you know, my instincts are like, well, I guess we're laying the three and a half, but I haven't laid the three and a half a single time this week. And, you know, honestly, I, I, I'm going to side on, I'm going to lean towards, I think Cleveland can get some of it done here. And I, I think for fuck's sake, give the ball to Nick Chubb. What's annoying is like, I, they have the talent to get it done. I I'm just hung up on the idea of Will Stefanski. He's kind of the idiot. plays to get it done, right? Because you go on Brown's Twitter, you talk to Brown's fans, it's like, God damn it, just keep giving the ball to Nick Chubb. And and they were fortunate, I think, in a lot of ways to get that cover last uh, week. Um, you, you know, I did lock them up, Ryan, against nice the work. against the Ravens. That was a close your eyes special. But um, yeah, man, I just this one's tough because I I. My heart goes They're trapping to, you into Cleveland. My heart goes division home dog. I'm going to lay the three and a half. I'm going to take Cincinnati minus three and a half. I see the case for Cleveland. I just feel like it's a little too cute. I don't trust the fanski to run the ball enough. Cleveland looking to the buy. A lot of teams looking to the buy this week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, again, I, like, I understand why I should be, oh, you are taking them. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'll flip. I'll take the other side. I, I, you nailed it. The franchise has done well, but really this is just, I think we're just, we just watch Joe burrow when there's no pass rush and everything looks great when there's no pass rush. Yeah. And I guess I just, I think their offensive line is also playing a little bit better. I think, I think they're going to be able to get enough out of Joe burrow. Shout out to Alex Peroni in the uh, YouTube chat saying Packers money line, Dylan two touchdown game. I mean, you know, good luck. <laughs> This Buffalo team is, I mean, they're going to lay some eggs. It's just not going to be at home coming off a bye at night. Yeah. And they just, they don't stop. They don't, they don't take no, their foot they're, off the they're de- It'd be one thing if they were just that offensive team that we've seen the past couple of years, but their defense is taking another, another jump this year. So I'm, I'm all in all right. on the bills. Let's do it. Time for the lock dog tease presented by win bet. Just go to sports slash win bet Kramer. Let it rip. All right. Well, no, you you went first last week. Keep it going. Yeah, and you said you that's, didn't do well, so that's fine. I don't believe in that kind of juju. <laughs> but then you just told me to go first. Yeah, like you went first last week. Keep it going. You oh, did well okay. last week. I did all right. I don't know if I did well. Um, all right. What are we gonna do here? Or I mean, if you'd like me to go first, I can go first. The problem is the the money line dog situation is not totally ideal. This this week, because I, you know what, I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take Arizona on the money line. <laughs> I think that is a sneaky spot for them to actually upset the Vikings. Uh, Arizona Cardinals plus one sixty five on the money line for my locks. Oh man, I really, I, you know what, I gotta do it. I, I'm gonna take New England 
minus two and a half. Maybe it's chalky as hell, but it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Just lean into the fact that Belichick just owns the Jets. And and no Brees Hall, no Elijah Vera Tucker. Like it just feels like such a rough spot for them. Um don't mind that. Yeah. I uh, what else do I you know what? I gotta do it, Ryan. Give me Seattle minus three. Whoa. Dan Jones Whoa. experience comes to a screeching wow. halt. Wow. Just uh, watching Ken Walker against that team is last uh, time they, they had a six hour flight Sean. Things good things happen. Culture was built. All right, for my tease. Uh let's see. I'm gonna take Saints up to seven and a half. Although I don't know. I, I feel like our friend Wong has not been doing a oh, horrible week last <laughs> week. I think Wong teasers have like two or three losing, like big losing weeks. Yeah. Like many legs losing. Buffalo uh down to five. New Orleans up to seven and a half. And then I kind of I do want to get involved in that Tennessee game, but the Malik Willis thing is scaring me slightly as to not making it my lock. And then last but not least, I will toss in uh Chicago Bears plus six, 15, take it up to 15 and a half. Let's go. Fuck the Cowboys, Ryan. Done. 15 and a half is a lot against this Bears team. Give me the Jags in London. <laughs> that is spicy. I like it though. Give me the predatory birds that will be winning this Sunday. The Atlanta Falcons minus four and a half as my second lock. I like it. I knew you were going to lock them up. I could see the glint in your eye when you were doing the handicap. I just, that's come on way too much movement there. Dog. Give me the Washington commandos commies plus, plus one thirty. Okay. Love Heineke on the road here. <laughs> hey, pl- please someone mark that tape tease. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, yeah. I, I feel like I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to zig on the teasers because things have not been going well with Wong. Uh, all right. But that I say that, and then I'm going to go Houston plus seven and a half. Actually, no, no Houston. Why? Don't put them in there. No Buffalo minus six minus, minus five. five. Sorry. Can't do math. Give me new Orleans plus seven and a half. Yeah. And give me boy, I'm with you with Arizona. I'll just put that up to nine and a half. That feels good. All right. So for our circa million slate, Jacksonville minus two and a half, you're going to be dancing on your own when Seahawks lose new England minus two and a half Atlanta minus four and a half. Uh, Then let's figure out what else we agree on Arizona. Oh, you can put Seattle in there. Really? You want to play Seattle on the card? It up. I don't want to. All right. Seattle I mean, minus three. I'm I'm gonna blame you for it if it loses, but that's fine. I feel good about it. Uh, All right, pick it. We pick need a dog. A, we need a dog in here, right? I mean, I know which dog I would take. Do we want Arizona? Because yeah. yeah, you put them in the T's. Arizona plus three and a half. And and shout out to D Bettis in the chat. It, I mean, it, it it gives me a it makes my heart warm that people are Dan Jones is playing so well that people are telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> That's just beautiful. It's beautiful. He's an Eagles fan. Go Birds. He's the kid with the. Is he dancing his, on his own too? What's your take got, on this horrible song, D Bettis? We got to ask about it. What his son likes uh, for a party oh, card? Yeah. I'm I'm assuming he's going to tease the whole slate. Uh, for me, it, you know, we've been giving out these money line round robins, right? I'm going to keep it simple. Just a bears, Arizona, uh, Chicago, Arizona money line parlay. Ooh, you don't want to throw a third leg in there. No. Cause it, I don't think you need to, the bears are nine and a half. Uh, I'm not going to round Robin. Just a simple, simple money line dog parlay bears, Arizona. That's what I'm tossing out. Dan Campbell 
back against the wall game. Throw throw Detroit in it for me, and I'll round robin that shit. Okay, so you're gonna do the round robin of Chicago. Maybe I should do Pittsburgh. No, De- Arizona and Detroit as a round robin. Yes. All right. Hell yeah, let's go, baby. I also plan on having a first uh, first half parlay. Stay tuned. I also plan on having. Mm, some props. We're doing a prop show tomorrow, Sean. Yep, prop show and then uh, pregame show. I think. Uh, are we going to do audio only on the Discord? Stay tuned. All right, stay tuned. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord. We're going to be on the road uh, again. If you're <laughs> going to the A and M game against Ole Miss, hit us up. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord. Again, uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, comment on a video, and that counts as an entry to win an autographed. A jersey of either Lawrence Taylor or Brian Dawkins. I'm rocking a sweet Dawkins jersey. Should probably pick Dawkins. Hey, World Series prop contest available in the app. Thank Sean. you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And you know who knows? Maybe we'll get to play for Texas A&M if all the players transfer <laughs> by Saturday. It is. Uh, <laughs> put it this way: I'm regretting buying our tickets two weeks ago. Should have waited the extra week. <laughs> <sighs> Not a plus EV play. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Go Giants. Frame. Let it ride.